Hi, Molly. Hi, you. We're, we're I'm far, far away. You're far, far away. I'm far, far, far away. And we're doing. Something, I'm like in a different time zone. And we are officially doing something different for this episode. This is our Thank God, our Thank official God. home away from Hallmark episode. Yes. And it could not have come at a better time. But well, we just couldn't resist. Before we get we there. We couldn't resist. I know. Yeah. Before we get there, where are you? I am in Kona, Hawaii. I did. So have you ever been? You haven't been to the Big Island. I have not. Right. Okay. So there's a, a black sand beach here. And it's a it's like a revered place for Pele, who is the fire demigoddess of, of the Hawaiian religion. There's all of this significance attached to the black sand so that if you take it away, like you're supposed to brush every grain of black sand off of your feet and off of everything. And um, oh, I was going to ask course, you, I was going to ask you to bring me some home. I know. So I go to the gift shop and I'm like, do you guys sell like little bottles of the black sand? And he's like, no. And I didn't get it until we were in the in the tour uh, bus on the way out of there. And he started telling stories about fires that have happened because people brought black sand home. Okay, no, no, I don't want yeah. that. Eruptions. Just bring yeah, me, just bring happening. me a seashell keychain, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the postmaster here at Kona gets like hundreds of packages a year from people who took rocks or pieces of lava from the island, and then they go home and their dog dies and their house burns down. I mean, all of this oh stuff. And so they like they mail the rocks back with just a note that says, "Please put this back at this location oh so that this bad stuff will stop happening to me." It's it's epic. Just so you know. No okay. Well, no, no please, never mind. Well, it sounds like you're mm -hmm. having a great time. Oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun. So much fun. And I'm staying with people who live here. I'm not at the resort. So I'm seeing all of the local everything. So it's it's really, really cool. And what have you been up to since I've been gone? Anything exciting? Oh, no. It's appropriate that we are, we just needed, we need a little spice in our life. Yes. We've been, but we, we've been very nice. We've been so nice. Like I feel like um, a part of me is missing. Yeah. We've been that nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but and we're not going to be nice today. <laughs> Are we, is there anything to even be nice about yeah, with this so film? don't worry hallmark you're an oscar contender in my eyes now so <laughs> without further ado molly are you ready let's talk about it molly brad we have another guest we do i'm so excited Hello. She was, with us last, she was with us last year. She was. She was with us last year, right before her um, her podcast came out called Murder, She Told. And really, all, all of the success that she's had is certainly because <laughs> she appeared with us oh, first. Brad, I give you 100% credit. Well, welcome back well, to uh, the podcast, Kristen, CV. Thank you so much, Brad <laughs> and Molly, host of Home for Hallmark. We have decided that we are going to dive into Father Christmas is Back, a oh. beautiful film that uh, Netflix recently released. Um, I can't believe you made me watch this. I watched it twice. I watched it I once. Know. I watched. Okay. I watched it once out of sheer curiosity because our good friend, um, Emma Shelley, um, right. Eggnog. Who was on with us last week. Yep. She yep. sent the recommendation and she gives a Christmas tree rating on her reviews. Uh, this one, she gave it a twig. <laughs> so it didn't get one tree or two trees or five trees. It got a tw uh, an undecorated twig. Well, you were bought into, I was at least bought into the feud of the sisters. I was, I was bought into the characters. I mean, they just throw all of that I mean, a little bit bought in, right? I was, I was willing to continue to try to buy into the characters until until they went to the plow pub and then that was the end of that but anyway we we can See, we have to back up 
I didn't even believe that they were all sisters. Like they just didn't fit for me. Just you wait. I did some research late <laughs> okay. last night just on that topic. Well, for me, I mean, the opening credits were ridiculous. <laughs> I've never, so I've, so I've never seen a movie. Well, never. I'm an optimist and you're not. So I was still hopeful by then at that point, but you're right. You're they were terrible. Cheesy. She falls off the ladder. Peter, Peter. <laughs> I mean, we might as well. She was Wendy from Peter Pan in this movie. Every single one of her ornaments breaks because she has to go back to the kids homemade ornaments, right? And the toilet paper? To like the who toilet puts paper toilet garlic? paper on their tree? The tree's theme was sewage, according to Joanna, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like you live in a mansion, so I assume that you have a budget to be able to go out and buy some kind of garland, yet she uses toilet paper. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that I understand British humor, but the things in here that they were trying to be funny with, for example, Peter, right off the bat, she's under the tree. He just lets her lay there and says, oh, well, I know you love Christmas, but you didn't need to shag the tree. So, yeah, so we meet Carolyn. She's neurotic. She's our main. Carolyn Christmas. Barf. Yeah. Uh, they're not trying too hard or anything. But she's super neurotic. The only thing on her mind is having the best Christmas ever for her family. What is the emotional baggage that makes her? Well, that she was abandoned what? 27 years ago on Christmas Day on by Christmas her father. Day. Daddy That's issues. A, yeah. There were, yeah, no. That's a very Hallmark storyline. Yeah. But it's they very were relatable. Some other things. So, so she's planning. She's got to, she's got to get the garland. She's got to get the wreath. She's got to go to the, she's got to go get more ornaments. She's got to go get a new loo brush because her mama has um, irritable bowels. Why all the poop jokes? I don't, I don't, Again, understand. I don't know. I don't know. But that's on her to do. You know, she's very busy. Well, and she plans so well that she has charitable donation gifts to the senior home in exactly the same bag as the gifts for her children. Why are her children's gifts bagged up? It was very predictable. They're very only predictable. in those bags so that that can happen later. Exactly. Right. <laughs> the fact that Peter is uh, over now. Their house is so big, they must communicate. They need walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and I don't know about you guys, but Carolyn didn't really seem like she loved her children very much. A decoration. A, a nuisance. <laughs> I was just going to say that decoration. Yeah, a Christmas decoration. You know, when, when they go to the old folks' home, poor daughter's like, Mama, I don't want to be in the Christmas pageant. And, and Carolyn's like, you're the lead. You're not a supporting character. What do you want to be, a sheep? I was a sheep in a Christmas play once. Oh. I was the sheep with curly horns. <laughs> You were a, There's no shame in that. Good for you, supporting actor. <laughs> yeah. You know, just really coming up. The ensemble makes the show. I'm sorry, but it does. Yeah. So that's December 22nd. The tree falls. They're prepared. She's gotten all the goods, dropped off all the presents. It's December 23rd. And now we're about to meet the family. Such as they are. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> so we meet Vicky. She's the youngest sister. Mm -hmm. Up next, then we meet Felix, Joanna, and Mother Elizabeth. In her, in their Rolls Royce. In Felix's Casual. Rolls Royce. Felix, yep. yeah. It's just such an odd choice. No. <laughs> oh, I love that. Do that again. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, um, so we meet Joanna. Again, Elizabeth Hur Hurley shows up in uh, her Elvis outfit. Her Elvis, Elvis outfit. Straight up Elvis. Like sexy Elvis. Yep. Shakes her hair. Slow well, we motion her rock boobs. music. Yeah. You have to be able boobs. to get the full effect. It's because they needed to work for that PG-13 rating. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to show a little skin. And, uh, and her character is the only one that seems to show it. And then we meet Paulina. She shows up 
one hand she's got her briefcase and the other hand she's got her typewriter no no <laughs> no other luggage and then and, of course she has her beatles bowl cut hairstyle exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> And, hi, Paulina, Merry Christmas. I'm here to write my dissertation. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, the Beatles jokes just got old. I mean, I was only 30 minutes in, and I'm like, oh, these Beatles jokes are so boring. Every, every like, response had to be a Beatles lyric or a, a title of a song. And I'm like, okay, okay, we mm. get it. Well, and then I love, was it Peter that she was talking about her dissertation, writing about the best rock band he said oh <laughs> what oh, about you too? you too so we meet all three of the sisters we also meet john who from a glance appears to be the stable man so i don't even know what the two kids names are they're completely irrelevant in this movie um, oh i don't either daisy and henry daisy and henry so they love aunt vicky aunt vicky loves them aunt joanna hates them she actually says mother actually likes your two banshees and i'm allergic to them so they then they go into the um into the library right where Pauline mm -hmm. Paulina has set up her typewriter and they make a joke about the fact that you know she's been writing this dissertation for ten years. It's like well yeah because she's using a fucking manual typewriter. Right. <laughs> she's got to start the page over anytime she's got a typo. From nineteen forty seven. Yeah. <laughs> Carolyn pulls out her planner. Oh great we've got an itinerary and tonight tonight we're having happy heavy appetizers. If you're still hungry, you can go over to the Plow Inn, which is the local um, rural inn, when Joanna turns to Vicky and says, you like a good plowing. <laughs> which, it's by the way, the worst. by the way, that's, it's the, so bad. that's the key word. The key word is plowing. Joanna's jokes, like, towards her other sisters are just so bad to begin with like when she first sees vicky and she's like oh yeah i just traveled all across america i saw everything and she's like yeah i bet you did see everything wink wink <laughs> there was a lot of slut shaming and and yeah. so in that library scene too they're talking about carolyn's wedding and how vicky was the bridesmaid and how joanna was the old maid and vicky is somewhere between 35 and 45 and joanna is 45 leave it at and that. joanna's the oldest and right? she's the oldest yeah, nobody believes you're 35, Joanna. Mm -hmm. Literally no one. After the old maid comment, Joanna storms to the kitchen. It looked like she pulled out a giant spoon of hummus. Or it was potato salad or something. And then it was all over her cheese. face. It was all over in her mouth. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was so like. Gross. That was gross. And then she. I, I, I did write something about when she shoved it in Vicky's face. <laughs> and then Vicky just, she didn't wipe it off her face. She just kept eating and talking. And I was waiting for her to wipe it off. And it, it was like. Two minutes later, she still has like that mac and cheese or whatever all over her face. And she's just living yeah. life. Well, and I love that that's the trigger for her to be like, our father's in Florida. So the father that abandoned them 27 years ago, that none of them have spoken to or seen. Well, except for Vicky, who tells yeah. them, well, I actually just spent two weeks with dad and his girlfriend, Jackie, in Florida. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Especially Carolyn, who then... Carolyn goes to the front room, looks out the window, and here comes like this villainous music. And <laughs> who's to appear is Kelsey Grammer, the the Father Christmas. Father, Daddy's Christmas. here. <laughs> so and Carolyn squeaks and calls. <gasps> no. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so immediately. So not only does Vicky just drop the news that she spent some time with her her father, but that she also invited him and his. 20-year-old girlfriend to come spend Christmas 
at the castle. Well, we find out she's 35. Okay, 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's got four year, five years left to be his girlfriend. And what, what's up with all the peacocks? Were those just part of the rental, the property rental? Probably. Like, peacocks? No, peacocks are actually very ubiquitous in uh, in England. They they are. When when I toured there as a in high school, they're everywhere. And um, like on a foggy night, and they're howling. It's actually very eerie. It's something. It's like something out of a horror film. But I don't peacocks know why they would howl. Hear. Yeah, they kind of moan. Like it's a moaning, howling sound. Yeah, like a banshee. <laughs> they sound just like Carolyn. <laughs> that was the inspiration. She was on site and heard the peacocks moaning. Um, so, so right off the bat, we meet Kelsey Grammer. Hello, girls. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. Everyone is just happened. complete shock. They're in shock. But right off the bat, Kelsey Grammer has an American accent. And Which they have to address in the film. Yeah. And the way that they address it is his brother, John, says, oh, I see you've lost your accent. And he says, yeah, there are some things I could do without. And then he makes a joke and he says, do you know what I hate about being English in America? Nothing. <laughs> and then Vicky, Jackie, excuse me, Jackie, his girlfriend says, oh, except everyone thinks he's Australian. Nobody thinks you're Australian. Nobody thinks that. So Joanna pisses off Vicky. So Vicky goes and steals the Rolls Royce and takes off. Felix is like, there goes my $300,000 car. And Joanna says, but there's $200,000 worth of clothes in that stolen Rolls Royce. Let's not forget that a few scenes before the kids were rummaging through her stuff where the, the girl stuffs the macrame laced bra and then the put 940 pound bra, which is the equivalent of $1,200. I looked it up. <laughs> like, Nobody spends that much money on a bra. This is not the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Right. And also the fact, I thought it was really mean when the little boy, you know, he got all dolled up and then she said, get over here, Liza Minnelli, and then ripped the eyelashes off of his face. Oh, I know. Right? Like, let let the child express whatever right. they want to express. Liza right. Minnelli. With her, <laughs> with her fake mink eyelashes. So Jackie, also, we haven't really talked about her, but she's as a dumb as a bag of rocks. Right, I think we can all agree. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, she has a heart of gold, a heart of gold, and teeth the color of tea. And she waves a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And she does this weird, like, uh, uh, like <laughs> this weird, like, <laughs> like it's a double wave too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and this is no disrespect. Maybe she's got an iron deficiency or something. I thought she, <laughs> I thought she had lipstick on her teeth the whole time. Well, for me, what's ironic about is about that is that the dad is a cosmetic dentist and are you i'm sure you guys are familiar with all of the jokes about english people's teeth sure right so it's kind of, of ironic that his american girlfriend has bad teeth so yes vicky takes the takes the car to the plow in where she meets bartender ben she asks for a, a old-fashioned straight up and his response is oh did you see my tinder profile an old-fashioned straight up like uh, oh, what yeah. even is that you just order an old-fashioned and it <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're asking for a whiskey neat or on the rocks. Like an old fashioned is an old fashioned. Straight up. You can't have <laughs> straight up and a mixed drink at the same time, right? Apparently not. No, I mean. Well, maybe at the plow in, you can. Well, and then he only Apparently. pours whiskey. He pours whiskey. And then he stirs it. And then he stirs it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I have to stir it. Yeah, that's Why not an old fashioned. In? No. But they bang. Anonymous, uh, of an anonymous night together. And then we, oh God, I don't know. Why? Again, why? So then, then we go over to the cow, st the cow barn. Oh, that scene! <laughs> no. <laughs> the bull charging scene. I wrote no, just no. no. 
And you yeah. know what? Good for good for geriatrics for still having the libido. But why did they have yes. to portray it that way? She comes down yes. in her white satin silk uh, lingerie, and he's you know over there. Ooh, nice bollocks. <laughs> Yeah, like let's normalize older people and sexuality, but just not like that. Like no. that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Should have pulled it. Ole, ole. While like the cow is pooping in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and like they could have made this a farce. I mean, you have the king of British comedy farce in the film. Like you yep. you have the opportunity to make this a farce, but yet yep. you have these like I don't know, really like heartfelt, serious moments that everybody can relate to. It was one of the toughest moments of my life to leave you girls. And then immediately you go over to the Christmas fair. Of well, course. this was not any, this was not a traditional Christmas fair. There were no, there was no gingerbread decorating or wreath making or anything like that. What we, we had minced pies being made was that was the only cooking we saw with the and minced cow pies. patty bingo. And we had cow patty bingo. You had an advent wheel of fortune. Um, you had the pie baking contest, which Carolyn forced her husband to make her kid lie and give her a, a higher score. Um, you have Victoria or Vicky, who has essentially robbed her sister and her boyfriend by putting all of her clothes up for sale and donating his Rolls Royce for the advent wheel of fortune. And then rather than just taking his Rolls Royce and leaving, he pulls out his credit card and yeah. has to get the 25 three times in a row to get it back. Which that well, was one of the sound effects in this where there was a, I think there was a boom, uh, beep, beep, like a roadrunner noise <laughs> as he like zipped off. Whatever reason they had to make it look like the cow was taking a crap. Ugh. Why? Why was that a shot? I need an explanation and my money back. But Why is, was that a shot? But uh, is that, if that's a, is that a thing? Maybe. Well, and that's the cow. It is. That's the thing. Cow patty bingo is a thing. It is a thing. And I didn't know that until I, so I watched this film with some, with one really diehard Hallmark lover. So she was super, my, my friend um, that I'm staying with, she was super excited to watch a Hallmark movie. So then we're watching this instead. She, she was very displeased. And, um, and then her husband, who was all about the production quality. So at first he was also very optimistic about the production quality. It, was, it seemed like it was going to be okay. But she actually had cow pat bingo as a fundraiser for her school diving club. And I had never. Well, and I've seen, I've seen it with like other animals, right? Like rabbits or <sighs> I, I think it was just the fact that they had to show a big plop of crap. And I, yeah. I, I want to know whose job that was to make. I mean, I can't imagine that they were just waiting around for the cow to actually go to the bathroom. But oh, no, it had to have been like I want to know what roll footage. I want to know yeah. what prop person had to like manipulate and make some like fake cow poop. God, but yeah, <laughs> I am from a very small town in central Maine. Cow patty bingo is a thing. Mm. Then the uh, Christmas Santa is drunk. So all of a sudden, Jack decides that he's going to dress up. And then here we go again with the dramatic music where he's going and he's sitting next to his granddaughter. And why did you leave mom? And, and oh, well, have you ever loved something so much? Well, and at some point he says, I had to leave because I was on the verge of uh, creating irreparable harm, which, you know, abandoning your kids and not speaking to them for 30 years, that doesn't cause any irreparable right. harm. Um, the next scene is Christmas, the Christmas Eve dinner. They go into the 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 formal dining room, and everybody's sitting at a huge table. Eight. Feet I mean, apart. they're like six yeah. feet apart at least, yeah. like Corona yeah. times. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, well, well, they can't be socially distancing on set because they've been so close to each other the whole rest of the film. That's what it looked like. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I love though. So it's all about Christmas for Carolyn. And then somebody, I don't, I, it might've been the the grandmother says, oh, where are the children? Oh, the kids have already done something. Uh, you know, I thought it would be nice for us to all have some adult time. Okay. So the kids have been <laughs> sent to their rooms with their hot pockets on Christmas Eve. Um, Exiled. Then there was a comment. There was an exchange between Jack and John, which led yeah. to us going outside for the most ridiculous fight. Inexplicably. Yeah. Like I really that didn't understand it quickly. Right. I, I had no idea. But then, of course, there's all this backstory we don't know between the brothers, right? <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah, there was, there was this montage of, of Kelsey Grammer, like, warming up, doing, like, jujitsu. It's and just so John, Cle John Cleese doing yeah. the, put him up, put him up. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then when John Cleese distracts him and he punches him in the face, I don't know why... It ended there, and then this afterthought from Carolyn with the bucket of water. There was nothing sensical so about their, the whole scene. Their father just got hit. Carolyn throws water on him, and then Jack decides that is the perfect, perfect time <laughs> to pull out his an engagement ring and propose to Jackie. And she's like the same age as the daughters. Yeah. Is this really happening? <sighs> <laughs> So here we go again, right? So we just have that ridiculousness. Now we load it up. The, the four sisters are, you know, huddled together on the stoop of the castle. And Jackie, with her words of wisdom, says, you should go be with them. This is a hard time for them. Kelsey because she has the capacity to do that. Right. Oh, well, come on. She When she met the grandkids for the first time, she says, hi, I'm your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now Kelsey Grammer, Jack goes out to the steps and here comes the dramatic music again and play the victim, he play the victim. he's playing the victim, but yeah. doing what was right for the girls. And well, you, and what, he paid for everything. Right, right. right. Well, yeah. what about the Christmas cards and what about this? And he says, yeah, well, you never had to ask for anything because I paid for it. And you, me and your mother decided that it would be best if you thought it came from her. Then he storms off. You know, he puts his summer scarf around his neck. <laughs> Looks and, like Amelia Earhart. Right? Yeah, he does. <laughs> and and Vicky chases after him. We're going to the pub. Do you want to go? So they so bad. Uh huh. So they all end up in the uh, the plow in. Well, I no, mean, I, I, can I back up and just oh, say please. the level the level of gaslighting there is epic. Um, I mean, he, he's actually the hero of their life. I mean, major gaslighting there. And and the worst part is that it works. So they end up in the pl uh, the plow in. And it's not all of them, by the way. So we don't have Elizabeth, the grandmother. We don't have uh, John. We don't have Felix. And we don't have Vicky. So we've got the four girls, the dad, and Peter. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought Vicky was there because she came in and just like went up to the bartender and kissed him. And I was like, oh, this is a thing now. Now I guess they're together, even though they didn't oh, no, that know was... each other's names. Oh, I'm sorry. Jackie. Jackie. Jackie Vicky, Vicky okay. was there. Yes. She, wa she was at home. She was at home ready, getting ready yeah, to burn uh -huh. down the house. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So they all get drunk off of apparently one beer and one whiskey chaser. <laughs> the Christmas sisters are uh, brought up on stage to sing. And they're they singing sing every refrain of we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> like every single refrain. And you think, oh, they're going for a Hallmark ending. It's going to end right. this big happy this is family on stage. Finally, yeah. right? Yeah. Finally, you feel like they've come to a point where they're going to coexist together as a somewhat functioning family. And this is realistically where the film should have ended. So they show up back at the castle at the manor. And there's like two inflatable blow-ups. 
couple of strands of lights. I don't know. It, it was like the music, like the, the boxing girls would walk out to with like the signs. Here comes Jackie in her um, Mean Girls Santa outfit in this slow-mo. And Kristen, you, you said something, right? Like if that would have happened in real life, there would have been no music to it. <laughs> oh yeah, none of it. It's just like slow motion, like, I don't know, to the beat. Oh. And then they were panning to the vehicles that have everybody in them. And everybody's like, yeah, I love it. So good. You know, and then Carolyn, oh my God, she's sticking her arm out the window. Jackie! Like, with these like huge eyes. Uh, I, I, I don't understand the choice for that expression because also this display sucks. Like it's this so is the tackiest no. display. <laughs> it's so tacky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her eyes are just so huge and she's just like waving like a lunatic. Maniac, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, please put those on Instagram. No, that's please, that's that's all that's Instagram. all the post is gonna be for this week's episode. <laughs> At home for Hallmark. Yeah. So yes, Jackie comes out, which by the way, I'm like, the lights were already on. So what was it that she had these two enormous plugs? I mean, they're she- like what you plug the airplane into when they park it at the at the gate. Yeah. It's like it's industrial like, size. Yeah. Yeah. It could power the whole like grid. Yeah. So so she she blows the the fuse box at the mansion uh, at the castle and which which is like four by four it's like four inches by four inches the whole fuse box oh yeah. her scream gee <laughs> as it I no oh. I have no words for that moment uh. also her scream in that is just <laughs> no words I've also documented that don't you worry <laughs> I've got all the good ones so the the power is out. John is going to work all night to bring the power back. Um, oh, he works all right. Yeah. Felix. He works hard. Felix is uh, in the bathroom and Ugh. Joanna needs to use the restroom. So, you know, instead of going to, you know, a guest bathroom, which I'm sure that manor had plenty of. 10 or 12. Yep. Yeah. She decides that she is going to go right into the master bedroom where Carolyn is passed out on the bed and go into the bathroom and presumably just go tinkle. So she does her business. I definitely thought she was taking a dump. <laughs> I did have the dump vibe, vibe. like her facial expressions and those like secret. She was she was shitting in shame. She's, she's trying not to fart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she doesn't want to fart epically and wake up Carol. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I thought that she was like trying to do it in a different bathroom to maybe blame it on the sister. I mean, she's only been with Felix for a couple weeks, right? Like, you right? don't, you don't like, want to, you don't want to a- dump in front of your boy. Yeah. <laughs> she forgot her poopery. Um, my gosh, oh lord. <laughs> so she she does her thing, and then um, when Peter goes to bring blankets to Jack and Jackie. Um, oh, I just realized that their names are... Is it Jack or James? I don't think it's Jack, right? I thought... Oh, is it James and Jackie? I've been calling... Can you call someone Jack? I think he's Jack. I think, Jack yeah. We're going to look this up. Okay. But anyway, they're Old they're me. they're snuggled in bed. Um, no. Elizabeth, the grandmother, she's at the refrigerator where she's giving... Uh, she's giving Felix and um, Peter all the food that needs to now go outside in a wood box to keep it... It's James. Is it James? 
It's James. You've been calling oh. him Jack the entire time. <laughs> James Christmas. James Christmas. Well, that's how impactful his character is. Sure. That's how, we don't even know his name. We don't care about his name. I thought he was Australian. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, and then, the, so the food, can I go ahead and say the food gets ruined, right? It gets eaten by foxes. Yeah. Which is foreshadowed. But then there's no meals that it interrupts. Like, supposedly all the food is gone and Christmas is ruined. Well, right, because but they didn't they have, all have food. They didn't have well. They didn't have a Christmas Eve dinner, so they, it was just the leftovers to begin with. <laughs> but like, it's not cold enough outside for you to use that as your refrigerator. So the food is going to spoil anyway, because like, there's grass and trees that have green leaves on it. Like, so you know, Peter's doing all of his duties, you know, to get the house prepared for the cold night. You said duty. Duties. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes into the master bedroom. So Carolyn has woken up after Joanna seemingly dumped in the bathroom. Um, and so she wakes up and he walks into the bedroom and there's candles everywhere. Thanks. This is the best moment of the entire movie. Here we We've go. We've been waiting for it. Happy Christmas, darling. Good Lord. Sorry, not in these shoes. <laughs> And this is where she's shimmying. And now she's doing the walk like an Egyptian. She's doing the hula. She's meowing at him. It's going berserk. She's slapping her bum. She's kicking her legs. She's shaking again. In a red negligee. Uh-huh. We still have 47 seconds of this, by the way. I'm like, I was going to ask, how long? How yeah. long with the scene? So long. More Egyptian dancing. So, so long. Doing the YMCA. I could see this from, like, Jackie, but it's weird for her. Well, when she gets drunk, she gets horny, maybe. Here I come. <laughs> really? We're, we're doing this, right? We're going yep. to torture the audience. We're going to torture our listeners. Uh -huh. with, well, because we suffered through no, it. No, they have to no, suffer no, through no, it. No, 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 darling, please. No, 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 no. Yeah, she fall pretends to fall asleep. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It was, yeah, it was oh. so... Beyond, it was funny because it was so bad. It was... No, so it, bad. the problem that I have with that scene in particular is that we find out earlier in the movie that Peter and Carolyn have been in separate bedrooms for at least 18 months. He actually offers up his room to Felix. We've got all these family dysfunctions, but that's never addressed. And then, so she she gets one she gets one shot of whiskey in her and then she's magically back in, I mean, she clearly has been suffering something, whether it's daddy issues or whatever, but 18 months separate separated seems like there's some underlying issue that just magically- That's a long time. That magically resolves itself. Resolved itself after one shot of whiskey and four, a minute and 42 seconds of horrible dancing. <laughs> I'm like, is this supposed to be sexy? Well, oh yeah. Well, could you imagine like going and that's that's how you're being seduced? <laughs> like after 18 months, this is the moment. They're finally going to be intimate. You know, it's she he's been waiting for this. And then his wife comes out and does this ridiculous dance. And, and then pretends to fall asleep. <laughs> he's into it though. <laughs> they were on something when they wrote that scene. So bad. I mean, so, so it's just like the worst community theater that I've ever seen. 
<laughs> so it's the next morning after that uh, night of romance between Peter and Carolyn. Peter. Carolyn. Peter. <laughs> Carolyn decides that she's going to go get dressed and go check on everything. And now we do know for sure there was an actual taking a dump scene because uh, Peter was in the bathroom oh. on the toilet. <laughs> I Again, I don't know why they had to do this and I wish we could play it, but there was clear um, audio that they added to make it sound like he was peeing. There was a Sitting down. clear stream, but <laughs> we, we know, we know what it generally, I don't know. Maybe this is a British thing. Generally men do not sit down to just urinate. So we know what he was doing. You don't have to add the sound effect so that we know that something's coming out. <laughs> but then beyond that, he was not wearing underwear because they showed his pants and it was just a pair of like trousers. <laughs> I don't think they wear underwear. But anyway, this is when he finds the, a pregnancy test that has been left in their bathroom in the trash can. And he storms out. He, get, he is fired up. He is steamed. I love that he just automatically knows like, oh, Carolyn's been cheating on me. Instead of being like, I'm sorry, what is this? When James goes to tell Carolyn that he has left the house because he was very upset, she says, oh, well, he wouldn't just leave home for no reason. He's not you. So then they're all sitting in the, the living room when Carolyn comes in and she's frantic, as she is throughout most of this movie, demanding to know whose pregnancy test it is. When Joanna says, oh, well, it's mine. And Joanna says, I've done 10 tests in 10 days and it's always been the same. I don't know how many, Molly, you, you've had children. Mm -hmm. How many at-home pregnancy tests did you take before you thought, okay, I might be pregnant? Well, I, typically I knew I was pregnant before I even took one because I felt like shit. So one, just one. But I'm not sure if you had taken, so let's say she had done nine subsequent pregnancy tests prior to the one she did in the bathroom last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, why would you need to do that many to... I might just assume that maybe I really am pregnant after the first one and then the second one. But like, hasn't she gone through menopause? <laughs> well, no, she's only 35. And he, he, we're, we're about to get to this point. I'm glad you said this. Like, this is a geriatric pregnancy. So, a very geriatric very pregnancy. Very high risk pregnancy we got going on. Like, you're geriatric at 34 for pregnancies and she's exactly. we know that she's the oldest so she's like 45 even though she pretends she's 35 right so she's in hysterics um somebody pulls toilet paper off the christmas tree and hands it to her so she can wipe <laughs> her eyes so i think that that must have been I the, missed that. that must have been the setup for the entire movie that's why the tree was decorated in toilet paper just for that scene and it's at this point that the mother elizabeth decides that the girls have just not given james enough of a chance and she decides on Christmas Day to tell them that the reason that he left was because she broke their father's heart and it's because I had an affair and I had a baby. With bum, bum, bum. John, Barbara. the brother. Bum, the brother. Okay. Which is, this is where we find out he's the brother. Yeah. Well, we no, we, no, we, he, they, he said something at the Christmas Eve, which triggered them to have a fight. He said something like, oh, nice to see you, brother. It's been, you know, oh, 27 yeah. minutes. I missed that. I missed that. Okay. But here's where but I think this is where it like sinks in. Like, right. oh, it's his brother. Oh, okay. These four girls have had 27 years of abandonment only to find out that their mother cheated on their father with his brother and had a baby. And they're okay with it. 
Well, and and James is okay with it, and John is okay with it, and John takes zero responsibility for any of the issues that happens in the family because of it. Right. It's and in fact, James just blames himself. Well, I neglected my wife and my brother. <laughs> right. Picked up my the brother stepped in. <laughs> yeah. Right. Boy, did he? Totally ridiculous. Absolutely unbelievable. They get over yeah. it really fast too. <laughs> well, of course, because then they're right back at the Christmas pageant. Yeah, mm. there has to. Of course, there's a nativity scene. You know, John, James goes and finds Peter. You know, the, the granddaughter sings beautifully. And then the family decides that they're going to um, be the ones that support the senior Christmas dinner and they're serving a meal to everyone. Yeah, which they didn't have food. So where did that food come from? Like, there and was it, a whole... And it's not like they didn't have other drama thing. going on. But it's like there's a whole plot point about the fact that they have no Christmas dinner because the foxes ate the food that was sitting outside. So where did all this food come from for them to just spontaneously whip up a community dinner? Uber Eats. For, for 80 people. <laughs> for, yeah, for like 180 people. So, I mean, essentially that's the end of the movie. Everybody got a quote-unquote happy ending. Joanna... Paulina's dissertation gets turned into a book about the Beatles. Right. Paulina yeah. met a woman who's hot and likes the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that wasn't predictable at all. Oh, what kind Not of music What kind of music do you like? Oh, anything the Beatles. Okay. Um, Joanna and Felix are going to have a baby together, and I assume... It's going to change their life. And Vicky ends up with the hot bartender, Ben, right? I think that... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's assumed, yeah. And then, and then, of course, you know, we can't have a Christmas movie without snow. Well, he is... <laughs> Father Christmas after Father all. Christmas. And that's literally the last line of this movie. Jackie it's says, like, oh, this is great, but I wish there was just snow. Oh, just you wink, wait. Wink, wink. I'll take care of it. And then, and then again, the ch poor children are out by themselves. They've been abandoned outside. They're the, one, they're the ones out in the cold. Everybody else is in having a hot meal, thinking about going to the Bahamas, and the two kids are out on the steps by themselves in the snow. I think that they just didn't want to pay child labor for that long. And they were like, all right, we have like two days. We have to get the kids' stuff in. And then they just went over. And they were like, well, I guess we'll just cut them out of the scene. Cut them out of these. Cut them. They, they don't need to be in the scene. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do a little revising into the, to the script. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Kristen, as our honorable guest on your on our snowflake rating, what would you give this movie? You know, I'll, I'll give it a little bit of credit. I'll give it half a snowflake. Wow. Half a snowflake. Mm. Okay, Molly. That is generous. Well, I mean, I think I'll pay homage to our dear friend, Emma, at um, Instagram at eggnog underscore in underscore chill. Um, she gave it a twig, right? Uh-huh. Um, I will give it, this was something you actually did last season. I'll give it one arm of a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to give this a pothole filled with dirty water. <laughs> Can I revise mine and just turn the snow into rain? Yeah. Because it, it was raining. it was clearly not cold enough <laughs> during their filming for it to snow yeah. to begin with. So well, Kristen that's gave not it. Fair. Well, that means I gave it the highest rating. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it rain. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it dirty pothole water. I mean, I was holding out hope until uh, until the singing scene at the plow in. So I guess maybe a, a snowflake arm is appropriate for me then. You know, this movie has everything. It has family disaster. It has cow patty bingo. It has a nativity scene and it has magic snow. Like what more could you ask for? It has it all. Indeed. I watched it twice. So <laughs> you did. <laughs> but you're a masochist, and, Brad. And now you need a drink. <laughs> well, Kristen, it's been fun once again having you uh 
talk all things Christmas movies, and we had to talk this movie and uh, have a home away from Hallmark moment. And we're happy that you could uh, join us this well, week. Thank you for so having join me. Join us this week. <laughs> so tell everybody where we can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Murder She Told Podcast if you're looking for the podcast, or at Kristen CV. Well, make sure to follow along. And Kristen, uh, once again, thanks for coming back. And I guess we'll see you next year. See you next year. Bye. Well, that was that was something else. <laughs> I, I do. I feel a lot better. I let I let that steam. I, I I was pretty steamed up, but I feel better now that we talked about that movie, Molly. Good. I could tell there was something up because you're, yeah. And you you have no idea how like, uh, unsettling it was to everyone here because they've all been they had been, you know, building it up to watch my Christmas family tree. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, this is the, this is terrible. And Sean was like, this is a really, this is really weird for a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I've never seen this in Hallmark. It was so funny. Oh, it was so great. I wish I could record them watching it because it was hilarious. <laughs> well, it was nice to have Kristen join us. Um, yeah. Make sure if you have any questions or comments, you know, we'd like to hear from the people that hate us more than the people that <laughs> like us. Uh, feel free to email us at homeforhallmark at gmail.com. And like us on Instagram, at Home for Hallmark. So Molly, what uh, Hawaiian adventure are you off to now that we're done with this? Well, Brad, I am going snorkeling with octopi. What? Is that the plural for octopuses? Sure. Pussies? Octopuses. <laughs> okay. Molly, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.